Good evening and welcome to Shed Sessions. It is the autumnal equinox, almost. I think a couple or one, one more week and we'll be there where the day is as long as the night. And what a special time to be joined by John, Brian and Ollie from Stornoway. What's in your shed? What's in your shed? Pictures and treasures and the books of me read. Thank you so much for coming to the shed to do this performance. We are all so thrilled and what a treat for Oxford, for everyone and for all the artists who have played here. It's a great support of local music, you know, to raise the profile of this little thing that we've got going. It's, it's just wonderful. So thank you so much. How are you guys doing? Great. It's a real pleasure to be here. Thanks, Warren. Yeah, it's, it's a very cool shed you've got. <laughs> Even, yeah, I've got a nice shed myself. We did, we spent, we've spent a lot of time in sheds over the last couple of years. I'm sure we'll talk a bit more about that later, but um, definitely got a bit of shed envy tonight. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad you're happy in here and we're, we're thrilled and we can't wait to hear your music. And as is tradition with this uh, shed sessions, I start with a bit of a story and I've commented on the autumnal equinox and you can definitely feel the air is slightly cooler and it's a perfect time of year I think. It, it seems like the southern hemisphere and the northern hemisphere have similar weather around September and I'd say May, March, April, May, around there. They're very pleasant times of year so a good time of year to go on tour which we'll talk about later but the story I was going to talk about was organizing my record collection. I finally got around to doing it from A to Z, doing the kind mm -hmm. of alphabetically. I had a couple of mates come over and they did some drawing and I said I was going to do some art and it ended up organizing records, which I suppose is mm -hmm. kind of art. Uh, <laughs> I, I played some of the records while we were doing it and I got to, I got through all of it, but my dyspraxia got in the way a little and by the end I was getting very confused so it took two or three days after to sort out the slight problems and I found a gap where your new record is going <laughs> to go in and it's going to go between Stormzy's new album and an album by the Talking Heads because I decided to do it first letter of the first name for example mm -hmm. This is controversial. David Bowie had to go under D, although m most people call him Bowie. <laughs> I know Ian's shrugging. <laughs> Which Talking Heads album was it? It's the Machines and, oh, what is it? It's Eddie Vedder's favorite one. Oh, oh, oh I don't know. I'll, I know where it is. It's exactly, <laughs> exactly there. But actually, your new album, Dig the Mountain, will go nicely in between because Stormzy is very grounded by place. He's a storyteller. He comments on everyday happenings mm -hmm. and you've got talking heads who are very harmonious, melodic, a great rock, pop, indie kind of band. I love them. And I thought Stornoway will fit perfectly there. So I cannot wait till the 6th of October when my copy arrives in the post. It better be posted <laughs> just before so it gets here on time. We'll wait for Truck Store to sort that out. <laughs> But, but yeah, it's really exciting that I can get that album in there. We'll be an esteemed company there. <laughs> yeah. 
Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, it, it was just by chance that that's happened. So very excited about that. And I think that concludes my little story for the moment. And yeah, we'd love to hear your first song this evening. Okay, well, we're going to try a song called Excelsior, which is a song about, um, it's actually about Ash Dieback. So uh, a kind of sad, you know, uh, disease that's come to Britain and is affecting these majestic ash trees and it kills them from the tips of the branches back towards the heartwood. And um, so this is a, a bit of a sad song about Fraxinus Excelsior, which is the ash in, in Latin. So You've lost the feeling, the feeling in your fingers. You've lost the fight against the threads you cannot see. I stand beneath you to see the open window, to see the light pour in. Excelsior, 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 no more. Your crown is broken and glitters in the frost, and you're more than silence lost. Trace a finger across your mighty heartwood And count the ears that you were leaning to the sun For soon your kingdom will turn into a garden With ramsons in full bloom Excelsior Excelsior, Excelsior, no more. Your crown is broken and glitters in the frost, and you're more. Silence. 
once lost. Excelsior, 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 no more. Oh, that was beautiful. I know it's quite sad and to know that the ash tree is a bit doomed. Is that still ongoing? Are there still issues with it? I, I feel yeah. a bit naive. I don't really no, it's know. Okay. Yeah, it's an airborne fungal disease. So, yeah, it just, um, you know, there's no way they can hide from it, really. It just uh, spreads in the wind. And um, at the moment, it's quite bad uh, in the Gower where I live. So this is a... Uh, particularly inspired by a big ash tree near where I live um, behind my house, but it is, is throughout the UK and it will change the character of, um, <clears throat> of British woodlands for a, for a very long time and possibly forever. Um, so, you know, as with all things uh, in nature, there'll be, there'll be losers, but there'll be winners too. So, you, meet, you know, we'll probably find that sycamore or some other tree species um, comes in to fill fill the the space and then other species will benefit but yeah it is a shame because the ash is such a, a graceful beautiful tree well it's a, a beautiful ode to the ash tree it's stunning stunning to listen to Thank did you, you get to vote for your tree of the year through the woodland trust is it it was today wasn't it yeah, yeah. Oh, not too late then. <laughs> oh, you can still, still do it. A couple hours left. <laughs> I was going to ask which one you voted for. I, I voted for the sweet chestnut. There was a sweet chestnut in a mm. park in London, and it's got a beautiful twisted trunk. Mm -hmm. And apparently one, one of the queens, Queen Elizabeth I, apparently sat and had a picnic under it it's at some um, point. Is that the Honor Oak? It's the an old oak tree in South London. Oh, maybe and I'm getting mixed up. she got a bit up. tipsy under it. Right, and <laughs> I, if it's the one I'm thinking of, um, it's where One Tree Hill is, and it's the one tree at the top of the hill where Elizabeth was chilling out there with some sort of duke from France or something. <laughs> she had a bit too much wine, and then she decided to knight him because he'd brought such good wine, <laughs> but she sort of stumbled and ended up knighting the tree. So, <laughs> so it became the Honour Oak, the Honourable Oak. And that's that's actually the part of London where I live, Honour Oak Park. That's, that's so a fabulous I, story. I so I think I like... It might not be that one. <laughs> I like the story related to that one, but I like the look of the sweet chestnut, I think. And mm. also, there was one tree in there that was 800 years old, and mm. it could be that one. I mean, that's um, incredible. Mm, it's yeah. outlived... Nearly everything living, oh, well, I don't know. There must be older stuff on the earth, maybe. There are older trees than that, but yeah, that is that is pretty impressive, isn't it? That, um, yeah, it's seen a lot in, in its lifetime, for sure. I can imagine, and it's so lovely to get an opportunity to recognize trees because we sometimes just walk past them and forget that they're these huge living things. Just because they don't have four legs or two legs or whatever, mm. they, they're still part of our living natural environment. It's a shame that they only do this vote once a year, but there are other ways people can participate um, every day of the year uh, in tree affection. Uh, one is monumentaltrees.com. It's a really good website. You should check it out. It's volunteers <laughs> go around tagging trees and they have to ideally take a photo, but um, don't always have to have a photo as long as you've got the measurements of the height 
the estimated age and the girth as well. And if you know the species, that's ideal. But there's there's thousands and thousands of trees tagged, not only in the UK, but all over the world. So um, it's like a data collect yeah. citizen science thing, yeah, is it? Yeah. Protect the protect yeah. them. Sounds good. Monumentaltrees.com. <laughs> Very helpful. Yeah. Wow. And I believe you had a really special performance last night, BBC Radio 6 Music with Riley and Co. Legends. And I, I'm so like pleased that you were able to do that and then come here the very next day. And this is all in kind of advance of your tour. So you're doing a sort of few record store acoustic gigs and you're doing it to promote kind of well, not only, but for Dig the Mountain, which mm -hmm. is your new album that I mentioned earlier, which I can't wait for it to arrive. And there's an EP version of, of it available on Spotify with, I think, five tracks already. Is it's, that right? It's, it's just um, tasters from the, from the album. So it's, uh, it's not a sort of EP. It's just that we're, we're releasing some of bit the songs yeah. from the album bit by bit. It's really strange how music works these days. I mean, if you go on... Apple or Amazon or any of these streaming services now, and you look up the Dig the Mountain album, you can see all the track names. Um, someone called Sea Legs, and someone messaged us today saying, I hope you play Sea Legs. But they've never heard it. There's no way they've heard it. It's, it's just, just that they've seen they like the, the thing. And I, I don't remember I think it's a bot. in the past <laughs> buying music and you could see the track name but not hear it. And so it, it kind of flips on its head the whole thing of. You, you hear the music first and then you find out what the track is called. That's um, I quite like, actually, I quite like that sometimes, yeah, you can sort of imagine in your head yeah. potentially what something might sound like based on the title uh, and then be completely wrong when you hear it. <laughs> well, what I've heard, I am so, so excited to get the rest. I'm, I'm, I just, it blows me away every time I listen and the... The artwork, which I haven't seen in the 12-inch format, is is also very exciting. I believe it was by Ben Giles, and he's done some animated collage mm. with photos and illustration. Whose idea was that to go that route with the design? I think we all we all discussed it quite early on. Actually, you know what what kind of route we wanted to go down, and we felt like we wanted something that kind of represented the British countryside in a way and the fact that it's a very patchy habitat, uh, you know, patchy landscape. Obviously, you've got, you know, all the human influence, but you've also got, you know, the, these uh, farmed areas and then wild areas and wooded areas. And um, we kind of feel like we, our music inhabits that world, really, that kind of, uh, you know, patchwork, uh, liminal, you know, habitats that we get in the, in the UK and we sort of felt like the collage approach would would help kind of represent that and we thought also we wanted to do something that was going to look fun and colorful and bold. And, um, and yeah. bold yeah and uh, and we saw some of Ben's artwork on the web and just really loved it so we, we were really excited when he when he was up for getting involved it's really pleasing to the eye I love album covers and I've I've painted a few I copy them and I just mm -hmm paint them up but yeah, the dig great. the mountain one might be the next one <laughs> I, I paint but it, it looks great and then obviously i can see some teenage fan club links there's an album i left a light on from 2022 which is got a little bit of that style 
but I like seeing bits and pieces creeping in from influences all over the place. But there's there's a couple of or three really amazing songs on there, and I'm sure they're all going to be amazing. Dig the Mountain obviously is the the title track, but there's Bag in the Wind, and there's a, a lovely South African choir on there. Yes. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Well, Brian picked up this CD in, uh, in the Oxford Town Hall CD Fair, right, mm. a few years yeah. ago. And uh, I think it um, took, well, it felt to me to get the translation because I come from South Africa and we knew it sounded something like Southern African. And so I asked a few friends uh, whether they could identify the language. It turns out it's Tswana. And well, which country was it from in the end? Botswana. Uh, it must be yeah, from Botswana, yeah. yeah. And the lyric just translates as um, Chilani, your mother is calling to you. Um, so it doesn't have much to do with the rest of the lyrics in the song, but the, the beautiful sound of it, um, I think, contrasts really nicely with everything else going on. And it inspired the um, the song quite heavily in that, you know, there's um, there's sort of melodies within the, the voices in the, in the choir that have kind of... Uh, you know, it sort of helped influence the backing vocals in the in the song as well. So, you know, we've actually credited the writer uh, as well because you know it's it's definitely had a had a big role in inspiring the song. But yeah, again, it's another example of kind of uh, you know this patchwork idea of, of taking uh, bits and bobs and and kind of having fun with um, uh, you know we haven't really used samples before, for example. So um, yeah, we just really had a lot of fun making this album and that that track in particular. It's it's a good one, and the the choir is the Agusanang Choir. I'm cheating because I'm looking at a book where I've written my notes, and it, it immediately stood out. It was one of those goosebump moments, and then it carries on with the song, and then at the end it comes back in again, and then I get that whole feeling again. It's it's beautifully bookended, and there's another couple of songs where you've got different voices coming in. It's not up to you with Yijia, stunning, stunning. Is that a Bjork song? Yeah, that is, yeah. Um, yeah, and Bjork is a big influence, I mean, f for many, many writers, obviously, but yeah, for me included, and um, and us as a band, you know, su such a bold uh, arranger of music and a really adventurous songwriter and not afraid to try anything, really. So um, she, in a way, Bjork helped me sort of find a way back into songwriting because it had been such a long break for me and... Um, so I just sort of thought I'll challenge myself to do a different version of Bjork and something completely different and uh, and just relearn you know the process of arranging and, and writing music and uh, and yeah just had a lot of fun with it in the shed it wasn't ever you know at that point there was no plans for even a Stornoway album so it was really just having fun um, but we were so happy with how it, it turned out in the end so uh, we thought better, it's got to go on the album. Good choice. <laughs> I, I saw Bjork, I didn't meet her, oh, unfortunately, wow. in Cafe Coco on Cowley Road. She was with Tom York having dinner. <laughs> they were eating pizza. No way. I couldn't believe it. I was there with a, a second cousin of mine who came from New Zealand, and she was really into music, and Oxford was like this place to be in the 90s, late <laughs> 90s, Radiohead, all that. And I looked over and I, I said, check that out, there's Tom York and Bjork. She's like, what? <laughs> and they were sitting there having dinner together. Natural Amazing. Mortals eating pizza. <laughs> Can wow. you believe it? <laughs> yeah, the the album 
I think I keep telling everyone this is huge. This is going to take off, and like all your albums, they they're just such a treat, such a gift to people. And I've got my favorite one I picked up from your show last night at the the Bullingdon, and it's Tales from Terra Firma. That's that's my favorite one. But you know, it's hard to choose. And this new one is going to be in eco vinyl. And that's really special too, because I've heard you say before, Ollie, that there's there's not much of this in the record industry, and it does need to change because people are buying a lot of vinyl, and you wonder what the impact of it is going to be. Yeah, there's a there are a couple of acts we know about who have been doing um, recycled plastic for their records, uh, and as in one case for as long as eight years or so. But um, we've the problem is that all these different acts have to work out how to do it themselves and that takes months of research and challenging the suppliers and uh, calling around and then that knowledge once it is in production the artist is too exhausted to go out and write that down and tell everyone else how to do it so we're going to try to do that this time we're going to try write up the story of what it took and pass that on to other bands and enable them to do it it shouldn't be this hard uh, to to make it happen um to make sustainable merchandise but the other thing we're going to try do on this upcoming tour is we're going to see what we can do about getting an electric vehicle because that's another way we can decarbonize the uh the record and the band and um show people what's possible in the industry i mean because we've been around for 15 years we've seen the rise and fall of myspace facebook facebook for bands um um, different types of merch and different ways of doing things and there's no reason why um, uh, like carbon neutral touring can't just become the norm so we'll see what happens that's admirable Good, all the best with that I think little steps I think as long as you can do little things along the way like getting this vinyl in recycled plastic mm. is one small step and mm -hmm. we can all do a little piece of that that's amazing. I'm even more excited now to get this <laughs> record arriving. <laughs> to I wonder if you got the cassette with it as well, because that's also made out of um, recycled plastic. No, I well, didn't see the option. Which was particularly difficult to... Um, you have a cassette player. I've got <laughs> two cassette players. I've got <laughs> that's a, wow. a question. Oh, there's your, oh, there's yeah, a spindle right next there. To me. There's a spindle of cassettes <laughs> oh. behind Brian. Okay, yeah. There's, yeah, there's a lot. I think this is the most cassettes I've oh, seen yeah. for a long time, actually. Yeah, I've got, <laughs> some, I've got some beauties in there. Oh, yeah, I can see Park Life at the top. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Uh, I, I could talk all night, but I'd also love to hear another song if you can. Yeah, what should we do? Um, should we try Trouble with the Green next? Yes, all right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is Trouble with the Green. Red first, red for the sun. Brush it on thick, see it drip, drip, dripping down. Bright red, straight from the heart Build it up slow, the horizon starting to show Pure gold, needles of gold Weave them in thin for the sunbeams shooting through The white page I'm painting for you Mixing up the colors of your troubles I know you got trouble with the green Giving you the blues Mix it with the white and the colors are bright again Trouble with the white Led you to the black Put you in the red and you're falling apart again Trouble 
Light grey, feathery clouds, delicate strokes with the brush, brush flowing out. White lines crossing the sky, violet streak, turning lilac, stretching out through blue, indigo blue, darker up there with the memories flickering. Deep blue, thinking of you, mixing up the colors of your troubles. I know you got trouble with the green, giving you the blues. Mix it with the white, and the colors are bright again. Trouble with the white led you to the black, put you in the red, and you're falling apart again. Trouble with the green, giving you the blues. Fix it with the white, and you're feeling alright again. Trouble with the white led you to the black, stealing all the colors from your beautiful mind. Stealing all the colors from your beautiful mind. Stealing all the colors from your beautiful mind again. Red sun, low on the page, you can decide if it's going up or down. Black tar, holding you tight, got you so tight that you think that freedom is jet black. Black as the night, I know I can't paint what your body's screaming for. Freedom up in the sky, mixing up the colors of your troubles. I know you got trouble with the green. Giving you the blues, mix it with the white, and the colors are bright again. Trouble with the white led you to the black, put you in the red, and you're falling apart again. Trouble with the green, giving you the blues, fix it with the white, and you're feeling alright again. Trouble with the white led you to the black, stealing all the colors from your beautiful mind. Just superb. That's amazing. And it's so incredible. I'm standing here like in bits. I'm, I'm like getting goosebumps all over the place. I'm, I'm in my element. I love it. Thank you so much. I'm going to cry. I've got tears <laughs> coming down my head. But this was the opener for last night at the Bullingdon on Cowley Road in Oxford. And what a, what a special venue or place to, to perform for us where it all kind of began in, was it 2005 or six? Uh, we met in 05 and probably the first gigs were early 06. Or yeah. Yeah. With a Port full, Mahon. yeah, with a full band. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm so glad this has all worked out. Yeah. And there's a strong connection with Oxford. There's a really cool video for Zorbing and, that's filmed in South Park and that roundabout. Right, yeah. I, I used to live on Moral Avenue and <laughs> the garden backed onto South Park when I was a student. Oh, and 
um, or the Radiohead performed there. You guys have to perform in South oh. Park. <laughs> wow, that's the dream. That's you a, could do that, <laughs> no that was problem. the best gig I've ever been to. It was that good, sounded, wasn't it? Yeah, it's so good. It was a really good show. So you've got you've got that connection there with Zorbing, and I'm going to check my notes again because I, I am a little bit nervous and I, I tend to forget stuff. And then uh, Farewell Appalachia, the video starts in Truck Store. That's right. Where you yeah. follow that little yeah. ribbon along. Um, I was jumping up and down when I saw that. I was like, that's Truck Store. It's my favorite, <laughs> my favorite shop in the world. And then, of course, uh, White, um, you know, the, the video mm. for It's Not Up To You featuring Yijia. Mm. And when I watched that video, I said to Joe inside, I said, that's White. Um, I know. It's, I know it very well. well. Done. I can actually see it from our bedroom. Yeah. And you, this connection you have with Oxford is is just beautiful. I know you you live in different places now and... Can you tell me more about it, about that feeling you get from being in Oxford and writing about Oxford and what it's done for you? I mean, it's where we met and it's, you know, um, you know, where, where <laughs> well, John still lives here. I, I lived here for, you know, I think 15 years or so. Ollie grew up here. So, you know, it still feels very much like it's the band's home and heart and soul, really. Um, and it's where, obviously, we, you know grew as a band and uh oh sorry that's my phone isn't it? that's all right <laughs> it's an important call take it quickly it's your bank manager there was a phone call during the gig last night it yeah. rang and i think that was the bouncer <laughs> oh yeah that was yeah that was the bouncer is that why you were so <laughs> yeah. polite about it <laughs> yeah. i was like oh he's <laughs> you handled that very well i thought that's very nice you said it kind of went with the 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 tune at the kind tempo of yeah it was, it was oh, yeah she did that <laughs> enhanced it right in the <laughs> outro section I was sorry I was just saying how um, you know as a band you know this is where we played uh, so many times in those first few years um, you know there was I think one the first year we started gigging we did something like a hundred gigs in a year I mean I kept a list at some point and it was crazy you know. Too many, really, because, you know, sometimes we'd play multiple in a week and our friends would get quite, you know, fed up with us, forcing them to come and watch us again. But, um, yeah, eventually the crowd, you know, started to, to appear and, and grow and it felt, it's just felt a very natural thing all along. We haven't ever kind of really gone out um, particularly seeking, Bribing. Uh, you know, industry attention or anything. Um, we've just enjoyed ourselves playing music and uh and you know obviously worked really hard at it but um yeah oxford is is obviously where it all began and where where it uh, still feels you know and and this is where our best gigs happen because you know the crowd have followed us uh, all this time and uh, and they're amazing and so yeah we we try and find interesting places to play and um do something a bit different every time if we can. Well, we appreciate it so much. And I came to England in 1997 when Radiohead were releasing OK Computer. And I must say, oh, yeah, I painted it there, a tiny little <laughs> yeah. one there. And I must say, it was a big pull for me. I was coming here to check out the music. It was all happening here. And I think it's always going to have that special place in my heart for music. And now that Stornoway has been in my shed, what? <laughs> That's amazing. But, but yeah, and I could tell the fans last night absolutely adore Stornoway. They adore you guys. And someone shouted, 
we love you and you said back I love you and <laughs> or we love you. Actually, Skin from Skunk and Nancy was playing at the O2 and she's one of my favorites. And I, I said, I said, we love you. And she turned around and said exactly the same as what you said, <laughs> which was really nice. But yeah, welcome, welcome back. And it's just such a privilege to have you here. Oh, and thank you. Thanks well, for having us. Yeah. I'd love to hear an, another song. Yeah, should we try it? Oh, have we got the melodica in the, in the uh, show? Yeah, just over there. Should we try get yeah, those? Yeah, let's do that. Cause that's, that'll be cool. Yeah, right forward. That uh, one.
dreaming high When you've got a goal, when you've got a plan Don't let go, there's still time for another roll <laughs> There's a nice uplifting one, that's really positive, I like that It's meant to be positive, not like the... The ash die back <laughs> Yes, this one is meant to be positive. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's really lovely. And um, you're on, you've started your tour with some record store shows. And like I say, last night's one was at the Bullingdon, but it was meant to originally be in the shop, right? Mm, yeah. And I think there was so much interest in the tickets, they probably had to move it to a bigger venue and... Prior to that was in Brighton, so the day before, oh, two days before in in Brighton, and then you've got uh, your six music thing last night and tonight shed sessions, and tomorrow the Vanilo in Southampton yeah. at record store. I really like that store. Oh yeah, because uh, yeah, a number of times. So we go to the Isle of Wight quite a bit, cool. and on the way back, if I'm on my own, I need to get home solo to start work family stays behind i get the ferry across to southampton and then i walk up to i think it's queen's way maybe vanilo stores there and they've always got the odd thing that i can't get in mm. truck so the first one i got was cranberries no need to argue and then i got skunk nancy stoosh mm. and on that same visit i got mochiba big calm yeah Awesome. And all on vinyl. All on vinyl, yeah. yeah. And I haven't found it anywhere else. And Expensive trip, then. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, those were... One trip was for Cranberries. The second trip was Skunk and Nancy, more cheaper. But the only reason I got more cheaper as well was because someone... They were holding it for me behind the counter, but then someone went and spoke to the mm. shop attendant, and that left me roaming around the shop, mm. and I found more cheaper, and I thought, oh, I'll get that. And... There's one there that I want, and you guys are going tomorrow. You don't have to pick it up for me. <laughs> it's oh, yeah. that uh, like DJ Shadow, the which is the one? It, yeah, yeah, that's the one I want, and they've got it. But oh. I'll I'll pay you. But don't <laughs> worry, I'm only teasing. I I can phone them up <laughs> and pay online. Yeah. Deluxe, yeah. Reserve, <laughs> edition, deluxe edition or like the, you know the anniversary one. I think it's the anniversary one, <laughs> but yeah, they they still have it. So yeah, the the wow. Vanilo store, and you're gonna actually play in store for that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay, well that that's really exciting. And then after that, you've got three Rough Trade gigs: Nottingham, Bristol, and London. Yeah. And then you embark shortly after on the the big the bigger tour. The real thing. Yeah, and there's a there's a venue there that jumped out, and that's the Oxford Town Hall. And that's your final, your finale. Is that right on the tour? I wish it was. No, it's actually at the beginning. It's not. It's not. Yeah, because we're going to finish in London, but yeah, we prefer to finish in Oxford. But oh, the we forum. Did on our last tour, but um, yeah, we're going to be. Uh, the town hall is going to be on the twenty-first hmm. of October, so a little bit earlier on. But yeah, we're very excited about that one. That's that's a really great venue, and so is the forum. In fact, I saw. Hmm. The Violent Femmes there. I've seen Dinosaur Junior twice there. The Crash Test Dummies. Mm -hmm. It's a good, a good venue, mm -hmm. and I like the walk. I like walking through Camden mm -hmm. Town and then up yeah. along. But the the Oxford Town Hall one, I've only been to a wedding in there, mm -hmm. 
and I would like to go to another gig, but it's sold out. Did and they use the um, organ in the wedding? The uh, yes. huge town hall organ at the end, because we might be doing that as well. <laughs> well, th that one sold out, and you deserve to have. I think the whole tour is sold out. Getting there, but yeah, yeah, that one sold out pretty quick. In fact, you know, within a within a couple of hours, I think that yeah, hmm. so, um, yeah, which is exciting. So we we should yeah have have our. I just can't wait to have you know that that show is going to be the home crowd, and um, yeah, that that's the one I'm looking forward to most on the tour. Well, yeah, I can imagine it's going to be incredible. And I've got a great photo of David Bowie taken by Mick Rock. I've got a book here. It's called Rock Faces. And mm. there's a picture in there um, of Bowie at the town hall gig. Oh, wow. And he is on his knees trying to bite the strings of, is it Mick Ronson? guitarist, <laughs> And... It, when I, whenever I see that, I think, oh, that's such a great venue. And I've been in before to look so I can see what angle that photo was took at. I should have put a bookmark in there. Ollie's paging through it. It's it's near the, the 82 back. 82 to 95. Ah, he's looked at the contents. <laughs> that's very clever. <laughs> but no, it's good. a genuine, it's a really beautiful building, you know, because you can go in there when nothing's happening and it's still a beautiful place to be, you know. It's kind of very, very ornate and... Uh, yeah, I've been to a wedding there, my brother as well. So, uh, yeah, it's it's a beautiful building, and um, yeah, we're 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 lucky to to get in there. Um, yeah, yeah can't well, wait. It's historic. It's been graced by David Bowie. Look mm. at that. <laughs> oh, you, and, found it, you found it. Yeah, there's the oh, yeah. the picture awesome. there. Yeah, it's a it's a good book, and it's probably a good time to say thank you to our photographer Ian, who's here, not to be confused with Ian, the other Ian, the the audio production oh, person. Oh, <laughs> McGronson, they're all there. But, but yeah, I wish you all the very best for that tour. It's amazing how you can do night after night. And obviously the music is giving you wings and energy and mm. the crowd is, is feeding back and your album will take on a different form now that it's being shared with people and you can hear it in a different way. And it does, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a very, very lovely time of year. So well done on that whole thing thank you <laughs> so should we hear another tune yeah right, we'll give yeah. we'll have a go yeah well we're going to try a song called dig the mountain the title track from the album hand me the spade is it okay if i hack off the head would it be okay Say what you like I won't hear you talking anyway When I'm hunting for blood When the lights are on I'm the fiercest and the fastest At the top of the stairs I'm the strongest of the warriors At the first sign of morning You'll hear my battle cry Dig, dig, dig the mountain Dig the mountain blood Dig the mountain at the edge of the earth Is it okay if I wait further out? Well it's too late now, you can wave all you want to Cause I won't see you anyway When I dig, dig, dig the mountain
when the terror strikes I will run like a hare from the fox's jaws When the colors are draining from the faces on the walls Will you hide me from my dreams Of the dawn of the day I'm golden and vermilion With the power in my hands I can raise you from oblivion I'm the boldest, I'm the bravest I'm the conqueror of darkness I'm the terrible, the formidable I'm the champion and the chosen one So shovel up till the morning comes When I'll dig Dig the mountain blood I will dig Dig the That certainly Thank is you. a hit. Wow. <laughs> if there ever was one, that is, that's it. How did you feel like landing upon that? The, I mean, you, I know you don't land upon it, but somehow it came <laughs> together. What happened? Did you, were, were you excited? I mean, it's a funny thing creating music because um, it's sort of, I think, I, I find it hard to know. When, even when I finished a song, you know, some, I, I, I usually, you know, really enjoy the process of creating and, and recording and feel excited about it but when it's finished I kind of I find it really hard to judge whether you know anyone else is going to like it or not um, so it's lovely to hear you say that and it's going down really well live so uh, mm -hmm. yeah we're having a lot of fun playing it and I enjoyed it last night with the was it Felix was on drums and then mm. I, I'm sorry I didn't get the chap's name who was did the trumpet my for that. brother your brother Adam, yeah Ad oh Adam, okay yeah he and plays a, some uh, percussion as well. Yeah, oh, that a was good. Pickaxe and a, a what was it? A shovel? Trowel. No, a trowel and some gravel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the Welsh slate, I think you called it, or something like Welsh that. Welsh gravel. Welsh yeah. gravel. There you go. <laughs> and the trumpet. There's a part where it goes, do do do, and and then mm. you think it's going to go do 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 do, but it does something else it, it doesn't do what you expect and it's it's better than i don't know what one that is that common that do you know what it sounds, it sounds like? a bit like van morrison no i do know what it is but oh do you it's a blind date theme buffalo tune. soldier by bob marley ah <laughs> but it does change oh yeah oh wow you wow. never spotted you that you can't unhear it now oh well, that's it now yeah yeah because yeah, uh, when you Bob. hear the first bit you're waiting for it to be this and then it, it doesn't do it <laughs> Oh, it's it's a great song and talking about making sounds there's one of my favorite songs you do is farewell appalachia and when you did it last night there's the it used to be a crisp packet wasn't it to get the sound of yes. walking on the yeah good the knowledge leaves. and 
now there's bits of styrofoam that rub together. Yes. And I was a bit, I'm not being neurotic, but I was a bit worried that they could release <laughs> chemicals, you know, when you rub those blocks together. Right. And I found something that might work for oh. you. And I, I want to oh. present it to you, but I don't know how well it will last. I, I went up to Whiteham the other day and had a walk there and I, yes. I came across it. It's just here. Intriguing. I hope it's not the two guinea pigs. Mm. Oh, no. Ah. <laughs> so this is bracken. Yeah. But I don't know how you can amplify it. Listen to this. Oh, yeah. It's a great yeah. sound. And then if it's inside the, like a material bag. Mm. Oh, it's yeah. even louder. Wow. You can have that, but you can't have the bag. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> I'm gonna have to replace it with another one. If nothing else, it can make a nice wig. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but you don't have to use it. I won't be offended. But oh, that should I definitely like get onto a recording at some point. That's a, that's a good crunch. <laughs> it is nice and crunchy, and it's natural, okay. which is uh, which is also quite pleasing. Yeah, so it won't get the fumes in your. Yeah. But I doubt it. It will cause any damage. It's um, yeah. At least it's not polystyrene, so it doesn't actually disintegrate when you um, rub it together. It's kind of seems quite quite stead uh, secure. Yeah. Well, that's reassuring. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that, thanks that, for that. That's a pleasure. <laughs> I hope it doesn't break up everywhere. Just but it, it seems to be quite. It, it lasted quite well. Some leaves, when you crunch, they just go into bits, and <laughs> the bracken seems to hold its shape yeah, quite excellent. nicely. So Thank see, you. See what thanks you think. <laughs> that's all right. You've had some really notable moments in your musical journey, and two of those which stood out, or three, or four actually, is first of all the, the Sheldonian Theatre. I believe you were the first non-classical music band to play in there, not only once, but twice. Mm. I've I, been to a classical gig in there, but I've never seen, I know Gaz Coombs played in there, I missed out on that. But what, what, what was that like? I mean, it was so magical. I mean, it, we we uh, we put a lot of preparation into it. I mean, John did a lot of uh, arrangements for an orchestra, so we collaborated with um, an orchestra from Oxford called the uh, uh, Oxford Millennium Orchestra, and um, uh, and create and John created these amazing arrangements for it. And uh, and you know, the, the setting was it's just so beautiful in there. Um, so we tried some unplugged songs as well you know uh, and because it's designed for classical music designed for unamplified instruments it was quite challenging playing full drum kit in there and things so we had to adapt the set quite a bit for it but um yeah it was so magical playing in there and and yeah it was a real treat to be able to go back five years later and uh, and do it again <laughs> it's a stunning building and iconic in oxford and the sound in there is incredible yeah some yeah. nights i've gone for a walk and if you're lucky, you can hear a choir in there. And if yeah. the windows are open, it kind of drifts out of the windows. Yeah. And the other one, a hero of mine is Jules Holland. And you're on there with, later with Jules Holland. And I believe you were in the same room as the Foo Fighters. Yeah. Um, Nora Jones and Jay-Z. And Sting. Sting. And well. Sting. <laughs> Sting's like an afterthought even in that. It was weird. weird. It's, uh... It was just be one of the most terrifying things we've ever done. <laughs> I, th I think it, well, without a doubt, it was. I think really, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty scary. <laughs> First unsigned band to be on that show, is that right? At the time, yeah. I mean, that's what we I think. That's we, what we were told. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, mm. we felt uh, yes. It was. I mean, you know, 
I tried to avoid any eye contact with anyone because you know no matter where I I looked it, it was it was terrifying. So I looked um, at Dave Grohl's foot, <laughs> which occasionally it. tapped when we were playing, but then it stopped. I thought, well. <laughs> I'm sure he loved but, it. Uh, it was a real um, uh, changing point for us that you know playing that show, um, playing that yeah, and then you know going on to perform live. We instantly saw a difference in the crowd, you know, in the size of the crowd and. Um, people would and still they say oh we we saw you on Jules Holland you know that was where people a lot of people discovered us for the first time so it was a real um lucky break for us to get that and I still don't know how we how we did to be honest but yeah it was um there was yeah. also that guy called Eric Mongrange you remember him he was like a, he did this kind of finger, finger tapping, tapping yeah. guitar on his lap he was playing it like horizontally do you remember him yeah yeah on the same yeah. show yeah he was on the same show yeah no yeah. give him a shout out <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm I'm going to try and apply for tickets to be on that show. I know you have to do it quite a way in advance, mm, right? But that could be fun being in the audience and yeah, you get to yeah. see all those amazing bands. Yeah. yeah, that's a dream. And it is, as you see, you know, he he literally goes walks around one to the next. Everyone's set up in the same room, and uh, and Jules walks around and and from one to the next, and you know your time is coming, and you just yeah, you can't go anywhere. Just. Uh, you're not sure if you know whether he knows whether he's <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. That's the only thing. He <laughs> sort of uh, spins around. Yeah. They've got these giant whiteboards that they hold up for him with huge words written of what he's meant to say, and he just doesn't, doesn't say what's all. Do. <laughs> he ignores them. <laughs> That's really brilliant. I, I, do a, I think I do a good impression. I'll try. You can say it's not good. Ladies and gentlemen, Storm Away! <laughs> storm Away! Oh, we better cut this out, otherwise we'll get my heart going it. now. <laughs> Bringing back the nightmares. There's another one. He, he went, it always sticks in my mind. He goes, Ladies and gentlemen, Scritty Politi! <laughs> but yeah, he, he, he is he's a legend, and I, I, I love that you were on that show and you were in the same room as all those other legends. And Dave Grohl, obviously, mm. you know, he was in one of my favorite bands during the happy grunge days. Mm. And yeah, it's, it's just so lovely that you're, you're part of that. I'd love to hear one more song, but before we do that, I'd like to just ask you, what is on your beachcombers windowsill? Like, do you have a beachcombers windowsill? And I'm referring to your mm. first album, which mm. is a masterpiece. It's, it's it's one of the greatest albums ever, and it's being re-released on the Dinked edition, which record stores have got together and re released a limited number. And I missed out on that, unfortunately. <laughs> but you know, it's it's there, and people are going to get their hands on it. But do you have a beachcomber's windowsill? Multiple, yeah. Mm. I, I'm fortunate to live near the sea, so uh, I do do a bit of beachcombing. Um, you know, there's bits of uh, there's bits of whale, and there's uh, there's seashells. Obviously, um, there's actually an original bit of the beachcomber's windowsill album, uh, which was made by the artist who who put the album cover together for us, and he framed a mermaid's purse and um, a bit of the map that you can see on the back of the album and, and gave it to me in a little tiny, tiny frame. So that's on the windowsill as well. Um, yeah, and then, you know, bits of, bits of uh, you know, 
plastic as well, unfortunately. But, you know, when things have been washed and, and thrown around by the sea, they kind of take on a different character, don't they? So, um, yeah, it's... Uh, that's what it's all about. <laughs> and then beach glass looks quite nice. Oh, it does, mm. yeah. They call yeah. it mermaid's tears. Oh, I haven't mm. heard that. Oh, that's nice. I've got a seed as well, which is, um, I, I can't remember what species now, but it's from a tropical tree, and I found it on the on the beach, and uh, I looked it up. Um, I managed to find it on, on the web, and it's uh, a tree that actually, uh, its seeds are... Um, to get them withstand seawater and will float and land on beaches and then sprout. So like a coconut, but on a much smaller scale. Um, but this seed had actually, you know, travelled right across the Atlantic. So uh, that was a lucky find as well. We've oh. op opened up the whole Beach Comas Windowsill concept to fans of the band and we've received a large number of submissions of things they found on the beach and some of them are really incredible. What that? There was that spiral corkscrew thing that had unwound that oh yeah had... it's a it was made of birch bark yeah and it was called a lucky's candle yeah. named after a norse a norse god norse yeah. god yeah. yeah and they were you, you can use them to make fire because yeah. they'll, they'll light really well they work like fire lighters yeah. so that's from birch, birch so if bark. anyone's listening and you got some interesting things from the beach or, or kind of from anywhere but you want want to crowdsource the knowledge and ask what we might think it is or what anyone might think it is People could just send it to us on online. Yep. It's a great idea. It's like <laughs> the, the trees, that collective knowledge when people share ideas and help each other out. I found something on Rosili Beach, which mm. is part of the Gower, I think. Yeah. Is, yeah. And they're these little, like they white, very light, and they've got beautiful intricate dots or holes on the back, almost like a starfish kind of shape. And if you pick them up and hold them too tight, they can just crunch yeah. in your hand yeah it's in the urchin family isn't it it's, it's a sea potato right that's the one yeah, that rings a bell the yeah. little white ones yeah, yeah. they're really delicate I, the number of times I put one of them, them in my pocket and then get home and it's just crumbled into into dust oh yeah. <laughs> my, my kids love scavenging and they walk past houses where they leave stuff outside in boxes, free stuff, and they're always looking through for free stuff. They probably get it from me, seeing all the little bits and bobs I collect. But the beach is endless hours of entertainment and free things. I know some of it's protected, so you can't just take big chunks of driftwood and so on. But it's it's really nice to spend hours beachcombing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, that, again, that that's a brilliant album, and the next one, Dig the Mountain, I think is going to have the same, if not more, of an impact. It's it's just wonderful, so connected with the people and sounds and imagination and colours. It's it's just a beauty. Well done. Thank you. And and thank you so much again for joining us tonight. And I wish you all the very best for the tour and. Um, yeah, it was just such a generous thing you've you've done, and the the album when it does arrive will will like I said it will be part of that lineage. It will go next to Stormzy and the Talking Heads, and awesome. I'm I'm just so grateful you've contributed to this human thing that we do of art, and we're sharing and collecting, and it's a it's it's going to be a very treasured item. And thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks for having us. <laughs> You're standing on the only chair And you're singing to the screens and the moving stairs All on your own in the arrivals 
you heard it in the watchman's cry And you saw it in the bleeding evening sky You got a Swiss army in your pocket Cause here comes the black couch And now the hooded snake controls your mind As though you're right on the 7th of July We've got to learn to love our neighbor Before our neighbors start scaring the love out of us Before they frighten the love out of us In the story of the matchstick girl She was freezing on the streets of Petersburg She lit a match and found a warmer world But here comes the black couch And now the hooded snake controls your mind Stole your eye on the 7th of July We've got to learn to love our neighbor Before our neighbors start scaring the love out The hooded snake controls your mind Yeah.